1: friends, welcome to another amazing episode of Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and ruggedly handsome husband, Nick.
0: What's going on, folks? We have another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we talking about?
1: Today's exciting episode is all about a new reason for traveling.
0: Yes, we've had An amazing experience this past weekend, which has completely changed our perspective on traveling. And we can't wait to share this episode with you and also another very special episode on our next one. So we're going to keep you all in suspense, but we'll probably allude to it at some point during our conversation here. So
1: It's 100% going to happen.
0: (laughs) Yes. So before we dive into our new reason for traveling... Time to show a little gratitude, Jilly. What are you grateful for today?
1: I am grateful for the little coffee shop we went to in St. Louis, Missouri,
0: In, in St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> St. Louis,
1: Missouri. For some reason, every time I'm about to say Missouri, I'm like Minnesota, Michigan, Montana. I think of all of the M states, and I'm like, nope, not not them. Uh, Yeah, that was the first coffee shop I've ever been to that had a play area for kids. And I'm just like, why aren't all coffee shops like this?
0: Yes, it was funny. Uh, I went there twice um, and both days that we went there, we went there on a Friday and a Saturday in the afternoon and it was daddy daycare. (laughs) it really was both days it was dads with their kids you know the dads grabbing coffee and us sitting around talking sports or whatever and the kids just having a great time in this little play area it was freaking fantastic
1: dads are rocking it
0: that's right yeah
1: but yeah i'm forgetting why am i drawing a blank on the name of it do you remember the name of it
0: it was called starts with an h damn it i know i'm blanking too hippopotamus hip hop anonymous (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, but I kind of want... It'll, it'll come to me in just a minute, and we'll definitely put it in the show notes, too.
1: Yeah, it was such a sweet little coffee shop in the middle Hartford. Of... Hartford. Hartford Coffee? Something yeah, like that. Something like uh, that. It was Hartford in, Cafe. in the middle of a...
0: Little neighborhood. a neighborhood. Town Grove or Tower Grove. Tower Grove, Yeah, I we're think really specific where, where we were staying. right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. We're... This is really, really good. You guys are probably <laughs> like, all right, these guys don't know what we're talking about. We're, we're going to turn this podcast off, so... Uh...
1: But anyway, it was such a wonderful treat just because usually when you go in coffee shops, it's like, okay, how do I'm going to how am I going to entertain Lucille while I enjoy a latte? And we were hungry. We just got off the plane and we wanted to eat. And there was just this nice little vintage play area with all of these old toys. And Lucille just immediately was like, oh, I'm digging in and I'm just I'm having fun by myself. I don't care where mom and dad are like, I'm just going to do me and. Anyway, I was just very appreciative of the kid area. Just, it was lovely. Uh, But yeah, what about you?
0: I'm grateful for you. For me? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. For just these awesome ideas that you have for us to do things for this podcast and really, you know, pushing us to do these kinds of things that we would have never do before. And I can't, you know, this has been a, a vacation if you want to call it a vacation or a trip unlike any other trip that we've taken and at the end of the day it was just completely amazing and it's your open-mindedness your creativity that that made this and and sparked this and made it all happen so i'm just truly appreciative of you keeping this relationship spicy and <laughs> spicy. <laughs> spicy and unexpected but you know just Doing things that are really awesome and, and things that we might not have even thought about doing a year ago, six months ago, or hell, even a you know, two months ago. So thank you. This has been awesome.
1: Thanks, babe. That was really sweet. Yeah.
0: All right. And enough of the sappiness.
1: This is yeah, you ready
0: we, to we're not a
1: pine tree. Let's get to it.
0: Yeah. So let's dive into our new reason for traveling.
1: All right. So we could come out at this with different angles. But I just wanted to start off just saying that we traveled for a reason we've never traveled for. Usually we travel to visit a new place or we want to try some new restaurants or we Mm want to see or we want to meet family and friends. But this trip was unlike any other because we flew to a new state. We paid money to fly and stay at a place we've never been to and to meet people we've never met before in real life.
0: Yeah, complete strangers who ended up being completely awesome.
1: Holy moly. It was... uh, The energy that I got from meeting them is like, Unlike any other, like the vibrational energy that was just like so excited, but scary at the same time. Like when they first came to the door to like meet us, I was like, (laughs) oh my God, what, what is this going to be like? Right. It was like weird, scary, exciting, all of the emotions at once. And it was just so fucking rad.
0: It really was. And I I felt a connection instantly with them. And, you know, this is uh, uh, people that we are interviewing for our next episode, Yes. So this is the reason why we traveled out there. And, you know, Jill, I, I guess, you know, we'll probably dive into it a little bit more next week. But, you know, how did you meet them? Because I, I think this is a really cool story and, and how we got out to St. Louis.
1: OK, so originally we were going to fly out to California Yeah. We to were. record a podcast. <laughs> we were going to be another.
0: in sunny, warm California <laughs> as opposed to 20 or 14 degrees St. Louis yes. when we left the day there. That- <laughs>
1: So the, the original plan was we were going to fly to California and we booked the tickets and everything and then just things weren't working out. So we're like, let's post it P- and go out to California in the summer. Yep. So we canceled our flight and then I reached out to somebody that I think I actually quoted her because I, I listened yeah. to a podcast episode or I saw her quote on Instagram and I reposted it on an Insta story. And it was from Michelle Knight. And that's kind of how I think I found her at first was through a podcast. Right. And I looked at her profile and I saw what she was posting. And I was just immediately drawn to her, her energy, the content she was putting out. And I went on her website and I read her story and learned more about her. And I was just blown away by the life events that had happened to her and then what had led her to ultimately her career she's living now and the life she's living and she's a branding coach and honestly I really don't know much about branding coaches so there's a lot of question marks and a lot of just I was just pulled like I want to meet this person right so it was like on a whim I was just like let's you know I'll, I'll I'll ask her I'll see if she wants to be interviewed and if she wants to if it's okay if we can meet up with her because I I know some people may think that's really strange I'm like hey yeah, I
0: mean most people who do a podcast interview will do it Over Skype or some kind of online forum. And we were like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna come out to you.
1: Yeah. So I reached out to her and said, Hey, can we interview for our podcast? This is what we're all about. I'm just loving what I'm reading about you. And I think others would really benefit from hearing your story and your perspective and how you've just changed your life and how you're just living happy happy as hell. And she was just like, I think this sounds awesome. Just, you know, could you give me some more details and like, let's try to make this happen. And I got this great energy already from just a simple message on Instagram. And I'm like, yes. So we started emailing and we, had, we didn't really email that much. And all of a sudden I was like, hey, are these dates available? She was like, sure. I'm like, well, we're, we need to find an Airbnb. What, like, what area should we look in? And she said, hey, I have friends that own an Airbnb, let me give you the link, and then if you want to stay there, you know, let's make it happen, because she was like, I really love that area, I actually stayed in that Airbnb for some time, I had to rent it out, because there was a time in her life where they needed a house and a place to stay, so it was just such a small world, how things just started magically connecting together, so... We booked everything that day.
0: Yeah. Booked- Jill's like, this is happening. And it was going at warp <laughs> speed. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, I already got the time off because we were going to go to California. So I was like, yeah, let's let's do St. Louis. And one of the cool things was, you know, I was kind of joking with Jill when we were, uh, you know, on the trip. I think we were either driving back or even driving you know, around to somewhere or walking. I don't even know what it was. And I was like, you know, this is like a modern day kind of pen pals thing where we're actually meeting a pen pal, but and you had a a good idea of calling it hashtag InstaPals. Instapal. Yeah. yeah. So uh these are now our InstaPals. But yeah, I mean it was you know, w- without giving away too much of the interview because we want you all to listen next week, you know, just meeting this family and connecting with them right away and You know, with this podcast next week, it's you interviewing Michelle. Uh, We brought Lucille with us, which we'll dive into that a little bit more about how traveling with a toddler has changed a little bit since she was an infant. Um, But for the most part, it hasn't changed much. Um, But, you know, so I hung out, you know, with Michelle's husband, Ben, and their son, Cal. And I had Lucille. So it was you and Michelle one on one. But I felt like I was interviewing Ben and getting to know somebody who, you know, I've, it feels like we've known them our whole lives. You know, they were both very open, very positive people. And we had similar values. Made, yeah, we had very similar values. And we got to hang out with them for basically an entire day. Like we did the you did the podcast in the morning. I hung out with them and we we basically, you know, watched our kids and hung out in the coffee shop and did the daddy daycare. And then uh, we met up at the brewery later on in the afternoon and, you know, just shot the shit for a couple hours. And the kids were dancing because there was live music. I mean, it was just an all out fun day and a great reason for us to visit a new city because I don't know that we would necessarily visit St. Louis at all.
1: No, no. And it was quite a little gem. Like the area we stayed in had this beautiful park, yes, right there. And I, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how the trip went because I know some people probably like, like what are the details? Like how did yeah, it happen? Yeah. And um, so just to paint the picture for you, uh, Friday morning we flew out to Missouri, and. We got there, we rented a car, and I didn't know you could rent kids seats. We're learning all the things with traveling with a toddler, so we rented the kid And they call
0: seats differently, seat. so we yeah. ended up, you know, they are like, do you need an infant seat, a toddler seat, or a booster seat? And I was like, well, Lucille's technically a toddler, so I was like, a toddler seat. So it ends up being this front-facing seat where the seatbelt actually is strapped her in rather than, I guess I should have gotten the infant seat, so we're, we're learning there, but I mean it ended up working out. We, oh, it was we, we we drove from the airport to the Airbnb and then from the Airbnb back. I used the car a couple other times with Lucille not in it, and actually through my discount program at work, got an insane deal on this rental car for three days. And it would have been cheaper than us taking an Uber from the airport to the Airbnb and then the Airbnb back to the airport. So that worked out perfectly. Yeah.
1: So we got to our Airbnb. We're allowed to check in early, which was fantastic. So we got settled in and then we immediately walked to the coffee shop because we were both really hungry. We are
0: hungry and craving coffee.
1: So we got lattes. Lucille played for a little bit. We had some lunch. Then we walked back home and it was a pretty, I guess... Traveling just makes the day feel a lot more exhausting to Mm. me, like just being on a plane. And I mean, Lucille checked into Boob Central as soon as we got (laughs) on the plane. So it was like on and off boob, on and off boob, on and off boob. And that was exhausting. But I am so grateful for my body for being able to provide that sanity saver for me, like not trying to do all the things to entertain Lucille and bring all the things. It was like she likes the boob now, even if she's not getting anything out of it. Uh, get on it, Lucille, I mean, and it worked out really well.
0: Essentially, it was in well, almost a two-hour flight, and she slept for the first fifty minutes on your boob. You know, basically from the time we took off until the time we were about halfway there, and then the rest of the time, entertainment was the magazine or the um, the book, yeah, the cup. or ice Simple in the cup, things. you know, or. Even the pretzels on the plane. <laughs> I know you weren't a fan of the pretzels because of the enriched wheat flour. God However, damn it. she she dug them. She ate a couple. Of them. We got her crackers for the way back, which I, we left in the bag. I
1: let go a lot of control when it comes to nutrition and just entertaining Lucille. It's like yes. you know what, if it's gonna work right now, it's just let it happen.
0: And we didn't get her her own seat. She was still on our laps. So which she was. She burning. has. She has. A couple months left until we actually have to start buying her a ticket. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we go out to California later this year, which will be after her birthday, we're going to have to buy her a seat. We sure are. Yep. But, I mean, she did great in our laps. You know, she's at that age where she is kind of antsy and needs to be up. But I was actually pleasantly surprised that she was totally cool, mostly in your lap. I yeah. mean, there was very rare that she was in my lap, but, you know, it, was fine. it wasn't didn't... a long flight. And she just did amazing. Like she loves flying. This is the second. I mean, if you count it, she's been on a plane four times now, and has done amazing each one of. Oh, the because times when she, she
1: was in me, but not out of me, that. Part? No, no,
0: because <laughs> you have to fly to a location. Oh, back. okay. Yeah. I was gonna say
1: we did go to Arizona together, but she wasn't technically yeah. out of me yet. She's
0: she's a world traveler at this point, but yeah, I mean, she's been great. Uh, you know, the nice thing is like. I know a lot of people have fear about or or anxiety, I guess maybe not fear, but anxiety about traveling with a toddler. Yeah, you know, every toddler is different and may react differently. But what you really don't appreciate, I think, is just how out of the way that some people go at the airport just to make sure that, you know, you're getting through the gate on time. I mean, they're very accommodating. Like the TSA, actually, you know, for, for everybody that says everything about them, you know, they do have some decency and, you know, will get you to the front of the line and, and get you through and make sure that it's an easy experience because they, you know, at the end of the day, they do realize and they see parents go through their every day and some of them are happy. Some of them are struggling, but, you know, they, they really do go out of their way to try to make it as easy as possible to get through that security line.
1: And I know we also kind of reflected on that sometimes we feel so much anxiety and worry about traveling that we start searching like, What to bring on a plane for a toddler, how to entertain her, what to do to keep yourself, you know, not going crazy. And at the end of the day, it's like those blog posts or whatever these lists, they you may find a slight tiny nugget of value. But honestly, I was telling Nick that we know her the best. Just go with your gut, like know your kid and just bring what, you know, it's going to make your kid happy in that kind of circumstance. And. We didn't bring all the things because we knew Lucille loves the boob, so it was like yeah. we didn't pack all the toys. We just packed some snacks and her water bottle, and
0: and we, we had puppy dog pals and a couple episodes of Bluey on reserve just in case, but we didn't need to to bust out the phone for that. So,
1: so I guess just anyone out there that's traveling, or has, you know, fear with traveling with kids or toddlers or babies, just go with your gut and just know that you know what's best, and yeah, yeah, just. Just go with your gut. That's all I'm going to say. But, yeah, getting back to kind of what our trip looked like. So we got lunch at the coffee shop and had a ball, hung out there for a little bit. And then we walked back since Mm -hmm. it was like maybe a 10-minute walk, if that. Yeah. And we were so exhausted. We were like – and because of having Lucille, it's just easier to order takeout these days.
0: (laughs) Well, before we did that – Oh, We got back to the place, and it was raining on Friday.
1: It was raining. And
0: our daughter, being our daughter, wanted to go outside and, of course, jump around in the puddles. And we brought her boots. So we found this alley behind our our place that we were staying because it had some pretty massive puddles back there. And Lucille was just walking up and down and jumping in them and having a blast. (laughs) We get to the other end of the alley, and we find this organic market. Which which was heavenly. Which was heavenly. And Jill bought $10 honey.
1: It it pays to get some good honey.
0: Yes, it was really good. I wanted a little honey in my coffee. But no, we we were able to get um, some good breakfast food because we cooked breakfast in both days. And I mean, the place was really cool. It reminded us of this place around our area that we typically go to when we are feeling organic and want to go to that market. But, um, it was great. Like the people in there were so nice and Lucille was just having a ball going around and just looking at the different things and trying to put stuff in the basket. (laughs) But, you know, then we, I mean, it was really, it wasn't like any other vacation that we went to because we feel like we have to go places, not like, crazy and, like, have a jam-packed schedule, but we usually try to find places to go out and have a, you know, a good time or eat. and We it usually wasn't eat like out a lot instead time.
1: of cooking. But, yeah, this trip was different. I think having Lucille with me makes me want to stay in a little bit more just because I know that she's comfortable with that space. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with her in that space. I know that she can kind of be like a free-range chicken because that place was kind of child-proof. It was not child-proof, but it was child-friendly because was. the owners had children and they had some toys and some things that Lucille was familiar with so I find that traveling with Lucille kind of helps me make sure to really find a place that's homey and that she's comfortable in it too
0: that's another great thing about Airbnb I mean the hosts knew that we were traveling with a kid and they had a pack and play there and they had some kid toys that were just out and she had this little cart that she has here at home which they had a similar one there and she went right for that and started just going around the house and having a good time so that's what you know Airbnb like they just go out of their way to make sure that you're having a great experience. And I mean not all Airbnbs might not be like that, but like for the most part like they're, accommodating they're out there as just hell. to Find them, yeah. Yeah, and and you know, they do whatever they can to make people feel accommodated and comfortable in their homes or or wherever it is. And so it's just a great service. I really hate that people are like trying to Shut these people down or make it more difficult for for people to rent stuff. I mean, they're they're providing a great service for people, and so keep doing you Airbnb.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we we spent eighty dollars at the natural market buying the necessities like <laughs> yep. pasture raised eggs, and we got Lucille they were some delicious. simple milk crackers and some Annie's mac and cheese, and just the goods. And then um, we decided to take out Thai food that yes. night yes. and luckily we had the car so you didn't have to go walking too far because it was pretty cold at that point and it was still and, raining and it was still raining so we got food and by that time lucille fell asleep super early and i think we kind of ate dinner with her she had fallen asleep already i think yeah and then we were able to eat yeah. dinner by ourselves and i somehow convinced you to watch <laughs> aladdin in real life like the real people aladdin
0: so we were actually watching Aladdin before I even picked up the food. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I yeah. remember
0: I went I and got it. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, the new version of Aladdin, not the old Aladdin.
1: I said with real people.
0: The new version of Aladdin, not the old Aladdin.
1: There's not another. Oh, forget it. I know. I'm. I'm just surprised you watched with me because you're so anti kids movies. I was. I'm gonna just have to get shocked. used to it. Yeah. So anyway, it was a, it was quite a little treat, and um, Lucille had a pretty rough night. She woke up around
0: 9 30 her teeth
1: were pretty hardcore yeah they're pretty gnarly (laughs) she did not like her teeth and i think probably the other factors are just being somewhere new and she's in a new bed and there's probably a lot of things that were just time colliding yeah
0: yeah it was the first time that i had to turn on the tv in the middle of the night and we watched 3 episodes of Puppy Dog Pals. <laughs> she still hadn't fallen asleep, but I was like, I'm going to take a gamble and see if I can get her back into to the bed. And luckily that gamble worked out. She was ready to go to sleep at that point and and you know, slept through the night at but it was rough because, you know, she woke up at 9:30 and I think I turned Puppy Dog Pals on around 11:30. So we had a solid 2 hours of trying to figure out what to do and finally it was like all right puppy dog pals it is an hour and a half later finally back to bed yeah i
1: was very grateful for you that night because i know i had tried and then you were like our last savior and i was so fucking exhausted i was just You're exhausted out.
0: and your nipples were needed a break
1: <laughs> i appreciate that so yeah we uh we got some sleep and then we were bright eye and bushy tail the next morning because lucille was up yep. and uh Hung out with Lucille, made a banging-ass banging ass breakfast with the food we had, and it was about that time that Nick wanted to start setting up our little, quote-unquote, podcast studio. Man,
0: that was difficult because every room in that house echoed, but they had this really cool, I don't even know what you call it.
1: It was like a free hanger. A like free like,
0: hanger. and so hanger on had, And they had these big um, blankets, so... I was able to put a blanket on the bathroom door and then a blanket over this free hanging. What would you call it?
1: It's like a, a hanging rack. A hanging I guess. rack
0: <laughs> on both sides of the the microphone. And I think it's the best audio quality we've ever had on this thing. So, um, yeah, we're, we're taking some notes on how to, to improve that, too. But, um, you know, from what I've heard from the podcast already, because I'm still editing it, um, it sounds really great.
1: It's good shit.
0: Nick. Yeah. So we, we got the podcast studio, quote unquote, set yeah. up.
1: So Nick was setting up. Um, I was able to kind of sneak out and go for a little walk while it was kind of warm.
0: Yeah, we woke was, up and it was like It was warm. 50s. And then the as the day went on, it got colder and colder.
1: So Lucille and I snuck out and went for a nice walk at the park right nearby, which was beautiful so many puddles she got soaking wet fell got a big old bruise on her head and i I don't even know if you noticed it nick but because her hair hit it very well but right when we were walking back she did this quite this fun tumble right in her head in the concrete oh yeah But yeah i feel like i'm getting used to her falling now so it's not so bad anymore she
0: doesn't make a big deal out of falling like usually it's there's no crying or anything she picks herself back up and goes but every now and then it's it's a tough fall
1: so, yeah, uh, we were able to have probably like a good half hour walk with just us two. And then we came back and it was getting close to the time where Michelle and her family were going to come over and Lucille just decided to take a nap. So she fell asleep around the same time that our interview was going to start. Michelle was running a little late because of some other things happening, which kind of worked out. So Lucille got some more sleep time. Yep. Then they finally got there, which was so exciting and we chatted for a while before we decided to start the interview Yeah, and uh then we did the damn thing you guys went to your coffee shop michelle and i went straight to action we went, we
0: went to the playground at first which was halfway underwater because <laughs> of all the rain the night before and it was just getting colder and colder And Ben was like, do you want to go to this coffee place that has a little play area? I was like, yeah, we went there yesterday. I am definitely down for that. (laughs) So we headed over there and and chilled for while you guys did your thing. And it was it was awesome.
1: Yeah. So we chatted for about almost an hour and 20 minutes. And afterwards, we just were saying how cool it was to hang out with them. And we were asking about just different breweries and um, they said there was a brewery a couple breweries in walking distance that sold sour beers and yeah. i was like let's Definitely go into nick Sours. so somehow we ended up she was like hey we're meeting friends maybe we can hang out later and something happened with the brewery they went to and they're like hey we're coming to you oh yeah
0: they were closing yeah. early for a private party so
1: uh, we all ended up at the brewery uh, called Alpha, yep. and there was live music, we were dancing, chilling, Lucille entered a wet white t-shirt contest yeah, yeah, and she spilled had a, water all over Oh my
0: goodness, yeah, she, uh, so very interesting fact, well, it's a fact, but I mean, it is a thing, but the friends that Michelle and Ben were hanging out were our Airbnb hosts. Yeah. And so when Lucille decided to have a wet t-shirt contest and dump a whole glass of water on herself... They had an extra dress for their daughter who was there with us and was very gracious enough to let Lucille wear that, and we obviously we left it behind at, at the Airbnb. But
1: I never carry extra clothes in. No, bag. we
0: usually don't, and it is what we, it is. Yeah, it is what it is, but it was really nice of them to do that, and you know we got to meet them and kind of hear the story about their Airbnb and the house that they had there. And it was really cool just hanging out and just meeting new folks who, you know, have very similar values to ours and, you know, just kind of, you know, building our global tribe. Global tribe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It just, everything seemed to happen so seamlessly. And I know it took effort to like get there and, make this happen but I think once we got there things just seemed effortless Yes, I don't know how to describe it and it was really funny when we left the the brewery and we were walking back again the walkability of our Airbnb was phenomenal so we're walking back and (laughs) I don't remember the exact words you used Nick but I know you were feeling pretty good because you had like some beers then you had like a glass of whiskey and you're like we have to meet strangers more often (laughs) you were like this was really cool yeah And we both agreed, like we were just on a travel high, like the energy that we had from just meeting them and hanging out with them just from that 24 hours was just incredible. And
0: I mean, it motivates us to continue, you know, continue doing this and and getting better each time. Um, There's a lot of great people out there doing great things. And, you know, with the our first interview with um, Amy and Brian and now, you know, meeting Michelle and Ben I mean, this is just kind of fueling our creative juices and and pushing us and and wanting us to do more. And we are going to be doing more. Like I said, we have a couple very special things coming out relatively soon. Uh, February 1st, we have a very big surprise. Should I just say it? No, we're going to wait for that podcast to come out. Uh, but yeah, we're working very hard to, to continue to deliver great content and, and meeting these people is, is, is lighting that fire and, and, you know, really pushing us to, you know, deliver better content and, and really, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing this for, for the, you know, those of you who are listening, like we really hope you're getting value out of each one of these, uh, episodes that we do and, you know, Just finding those little golden nuggets that might help improve and, um, or at least help make you more intentional in your lives or help you know, you know, be a little bit more happier. So, you know, we really appreciate your support and in your listenership as well.
1: Your listenership. Yeah. You sound so professional.
0: Oh, Jesus. You're always busting my balls, Jilly.
1: I have to. We have to play. That's what makes relationships fun. That's right. Um, and I think just to kind of sum up this trip, I think it's just kind of shows me, it just gives me proof that there are such good people out in the world mm-hmm. and it might take a little bit of effort, but they're out there if you find them and just fucking run to them and connect with them and don't be afraid to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, again, have, I said at the beginning of the episode, this is something that we wouldn't have done in the past. And now that we're doing this and it's just been really An amazing experience. I mean, you know, just connecting with with these great people. So I'm looking forward to continuing doing this. Well, I hope so. Yeah, because we're going to do it.
1: A new reason for traveling. That's right. Meeting people we've never met before in real life.
0: That's right. All right, Jilly, do you have any uh, resources for our listeners? I do. All right.
1: So I found this blog post and the title of it was The Power and Science of Social Connection. And I was very intrigued because I'm all about, I'm not all about numbers, but I love hearing the science and the data behind certain topics. Yeah. So the question they posed was, how many people in your life do you feel comfortable with to share a personal problem? And it had, according to, and I know this is from 2004, according to 2004 research in the United States, it said the most number, the most number of people have two people who they can share a personal problem with. And one in four people, or 25% of Americans, didn't feel they had a connection with another person whom they could share a personal problem with. Interesting.
0: It's so low. It's so low. And I feel like that number is probably even lower. Yes. Now that I agree. we're this far and, you know, with just kind of the issues that we're having with social media and people. Not connecting human to human as much anymore. So I would say that that's probably even lower now.
1: And it just goes to show you that even though you may have quote unquote hundreds of friends like on social media, (laughs) like the connections are weak. Right. And it even says in here, and I already knew that the social, like low social connection, it usually ties to anxiety and violence and depression and just inflammation on a cellular level that they talk about. Like there's so many. Great things that can happen when you have those deep connections. And there's so many sad things that happen to your body when you don't. Right. Anyway, to me, this just spoke loud that it just motivates me more to just really make, in bold letters, meaningful connections with people who are like minded and do share similar values and just people that we wanna be around with. We wanna surround ourselves with other positive people. And yeah. I just thought those numbers were just really fucking scary low. Yeah,
0: they're they're damning numbers and you know, there's there's a lot we can do about it and it really starts with with you just being open to you know, getting out of your comfort zone and, and reaching out and either meeting new people or or bringing back some of the people in your lives who might not you know, who might have not be there as much anymore, but you know, had an impact on you and, and just, you know, starting a conversation and seeing where it goes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not saying that the people we have in our life
1: are not meaningful and amazing, but it's really nice to just yeah, like you said, get out of your comfort zone and just to meet new people and just to stretch your mindset or stretch, you know, your abilities and you you just find that you're capable of so much more when you do that.
0: Absolutely. All right. So, Jilly, how about that quote of the day? Oh, another resource. Episode 30. Traveling with no expectations. That was a good one.
1: Our traveling situation was slightly different. So, yeah, was, if you but... want to compare and contrast our traveling experiences with Lucille? Definitely check that one out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, the quote of the day
1: The quote of the day is Each contact with a human being is so rare, so precious, one should preserve it. And that was from Aniasis Nin.
0: I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but yeah. It'll be in the show notes. (laughs) All right. And what are we telling our listeners to do to take some action?
1: Your take action challenge today is reach out to people you find inspiring or just people that you want to be friends with and put your fear aside or the the weirdness aside and just be like, hey, I think we have a lot in common can we meet up for coffee or I just think there's, it's some, it's an act that's so simple, but I think we're so afraid of rejection or coming off as a certain way. And I felt the same way when I started doing this, but now I'm like, I don't care. I mean, are there going to
0: be people who tell us no? Sure. But you know, the people who tell us yes. And you know, the, the two that we've interviewed so far have just been amazing and we've got plenty more of these to come.
1: Yes, we do. So Friends, get out of your comfort zone and just try to find and connect with people you want to surround yourself with. The benefits
0: are phenomenal. Yes, 100%.
1: They've made us a little bit happier. So we are grateful.
0: We are definitely grateful. All right, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode. Remember, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend or on social media because sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action and action is how we are able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See you later, guys.